Welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film. What are we calling this? Bro-pisode. Bro-pisode. Episode 2. Episode 2. Of the Harry Potter Project. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Well done. Thank you. You got through that. Well done. <laughs> Again, it changes every episode. I it can't does. get used to it yeah, each no, time. That's so. alright. So, uh, we'll just catch you up in case you're coming in halfway. Uh, Bro-pisode, Tim and myself, Al, we are watching the Harry Potters and reading the Harry Potters. We're clearly brothers, which is why, you know, the bro episode had, name came up. Hadn't got that far. We're watching them. We've come very late to the party. We have zero knowledge, really. So it's pretty much nuts and bolts of it. Last time, we did Harry Potter and the Philosophers and or... Sorcerers. Sorcerers Stone. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Depending on which country you're in. Uh, and this time, we're doing Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Episode 2. Now, straight off the bat... They didn't Empire Strikes Back this. No, they no, didn't. No, they very didn't. good point. I was going, okay, second one. This is going to end bleak. This is going to be bleak. We've got to see someone's hand cut off. I was disappointed, but that's okay. Not every movie can be mm. the Empire Strikes Back. For sure. Uh, what would you think? Uh, yeah, good. Um, I very much enjoyed... I, I enjoyed the book a lot more, I think. Mm. Um, based on the fact that I kind of knew what was going on. I knew the characters. Um... And I think they had they had a lot more time to set up the main crux of the story as opposed to... Because obviously, as we spoke last time, the, the first movie, you have to build up this whole universe mm. and then get to the, the sorcerer slash philosopher's stone at the yes. end. Whereas this one, we, you're know, we, know, we know how it all works now. You're so, running. Yeah. Uh, you're right. I thought, I thought this one... You're right. We, I mean, it's got every advantage of a regular sequel. We've, mm. we've done the world building which the first film did very, very strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're off and running, so we, we know that they get they've got to get to Hogwarts. I was I was interested to know why he went back to the family. Yeah, and I think it well, it originally came down to the fact that he had to, like Hogwarts weren't gonna put him allow him summer. to stay. Right. And he obviously had nowhere else to go. Um, well, I guess they're his legal guardians, right? Like yeah. He, he, he's actually be, like legally bound. Well, the thing is, like, why... Because they hate his guts, let's, let's face it. Why would they accept him back? Because the last time they saw each other was on that weird rocky island oh, in yeah. a storm. <laughs> yeah. And he and Hagrid stole the boat, by the way. <laughs> they left with the boat. So I'm figuring out how the Jersey's yeah. even get out of there. Like, they're stuck on... They're, they're marooned on this island <laughs> with... Bugger all food, and yeah, so I, that was another thing. I'm just like, if you were them, and Harry Potter turned back up at the door <laughs> at summer, we'd just be like, dude, oh, well, you need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but look, obviously, there's a, there's a sense of responsibility felt by that family that they have to take him. Sure, sure. And they've, they've seemed to have this drive that they want to get the wizard out of there. Yeah, that's true. Which obviously has failed, and now that he's going to Hogwarts, you think to yourself, "Well, you you know, you either just have to put up with it." Which I think that this is what this this kind of relationship yeah. is about in this book. So that uh, I want to talk about a couple of things there. One is how much I enjoyed the Weasley home. Mm, yep. Um, but just a bit broader, mm. I want to talk about the wizard slash witch muggle world relationship. Yeah. Right. So. The idea is that 
the wizard witch world is, is pretty much hidden from regular people, right? Yes. Except the, the Dursleys know that he's a wizard and know that his parents were wizards. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... At what, at what point do they not... Go I don't to know, tell like, everyone. Go to the press or... Like, do you know what I mean? There's a, there's, there's, it feels like a, quite a grey area there of who... Because it, it became apparent to me when we were talking to Ron's dad, who works for the Ministry of Magic, mm. in, like, muggle protection or something... And he, they also enforce the rules about not using spells yeah. and all that stuff. But it, it, it's kind of the other way as well, where like Ron's family knows nothing about Muggles. the outside world. Yeah. Nothing knows nothing about our world. Like he's like, look at these coins; they're crazy. Yeah, like and the tele, like using a telephone. Use, yeah, yeah, to yeah, teach yeah. him to use a telephone. And, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it feels a bit grey for me there. Mm. Anyway, I mean, it's a fair point because there's so much around keeping wizardry secret in the real world. But obviously there are like half-bloods and that sort of thing where they're shared families or shared parents where yeah. you've got some that are muggles and some that are wizards and yeah, witches. Yeah, so this one we learn about mudbloods and mm. truebloods and yeah. what's the other one? What's no, the... It was it pure blood or true pure oh, blood? Yeah, no, I yeah, think true blood's a TV show. <laughs> rubbish TV show. And um, muggleborns, is it? Muggleborn? What was... What's Finch? Is it Finch? What's the... You know the... Finch is that grouchy... Yeah. With the cat, Mrs. Norris. What's he? You know, he's like... They've got some name. Uh, I want to say... Uh, they're screaming at us, Tim. I don't know. They're screaming at us. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> right in. Right in. Let us know. Sandamusfilm at gmail.com. Um, but, you know, he's like... He's like a wizard... All his family are wizards. Oh yeah, 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 and he's and crap. He's, not, yeah. <laughs> he's so rubbish. So he's got his like. Ah, oh, that's gonna that's gonna eat away at me. We'll get we'll, we'll get to it, but yeah. So there's that that goes the other way where you've got yeah. all bloods who still can't grasp Magic. being a wizard yeah, or a yeah. witch, yeah. and then Hermione, who's who's come from a Muggle household, mm. but she's got mad skills. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very confusing. It is so for two grown men. <laughs> Where's, Where's, there's, a, there's a lot to dissect. So, so obviously, so Harry's obviously in his own room now, um, and there's a lot of issues in terms of um, the family. So the Dursleys are very cautious of him because mm. they know that he can just, when he gets angry or whatever, yep. stuff happens. So they're all very timid of him. They still treat him like bulls, but they're timid of him because yep. they know these guys are coming. And then your favourite character... Oh, God. <laughs> ...turns up. I want it. So I think I had more of a problem with this because of the audiobook. Yeah. But, God damn, I wanted to dropkick Dobby through <laughs> a bloody pane of glass. Like, Well, and the thing is, because I'm, I'm, like, I'm not listening to an audiobook, I had... Smeagol slash Gollum voice <laughs> in my head when he was talking. <laughs> so I'm just like, in my head, I'm just like, these guys just ripped off Gollum. <laughs> but obviously they have. But, but yeah, like, I I struggled with Dobby quite oh, a bit. Oh, man. It was just... Like, I was kind of yelling at Dobby through the book a bit. Just like, dude, stop it. Like, you're ruining this. He's really, he's <laughs> really trying to fuck it up, isn't he? Like, far out. Yeah. Um, um, and, yeah. Um, 
but, want... but going back to the Weasley's house, so obviously, they, oh, yeah. so Ron and um, I think Fred and Fred and George George pick pick um, Harry up in, oh, the, yeah, car, in the car um, and take him back home. Um, and this is after all this stuff happens, and um, they try and lock um, Harry in his room. Um, the Dursleys, that is, try and try and lock Harry in his room. So they go back to the Weasley's. So you talk about the Weasley's house. You were... well, I, I think I liked it because it was more of this world building. Like mm. we got to see. We got a snippet of the Weasley family in the first book at the station and how they operated. There's clearly a lot of them and they're all wizards and they've all gone and, yep. and and it's Ron's turn this year and that sort of thing. So to then go back to that home and see how that family unit operates mm. and and it, I think what I liked was the stark contrast. You know, I was complaining about the black and whiteness of it before whereas now here it was kind of working for me yep. quite hypocritically. Mm. Where Harry's come from this like ridiculously poorly treated household, mm. and now he's amongst this family that actually want to be around him and, and effectively love him like another son, mm. and you know, for and one more son for them doesn't seem to be a huge issue. Mm. Um, and I, you know, it was nice to know. It, I like the way they just sort of threw things in, like oh, with the ghoul downstairs, or mm. you know, like. It, like I said, it was just more world building that I really enjoyed outside of the school. Mm. Like it took away the applying this world to a school. Like, cause we all know how school works. Yeah. You know, you've got detentions and you've got homework. But it's like, oh, where do all these wizards go at, in summer? Yeah, like, exactly. It was nice. Like, you know, that was kind of, you know, I, I got all hung up on the houses last time, which I feel in this one was, was dulled down a lot. Mm. Like there yep. was, you know, there's obviously the whole air of Slytherin mm. thing. And again, I still have a problem with like, why are we continuing with why this house? Are we, <laughs> why does this house still exist? This, this house is a real if problem. 50 years ago, <laughs> this house and the guy, like not even 50 years. So we learn, we learn that the four houses are named after the four wizards and the witches founders. that started yep. Hogwarts, right? Yep. And we discover that, what's his name? Slytherin. Old mate Slytherin, yeah. like turned bad pretty quickly. So why are we? St- why are why we is there a homage? Why is there this homage to you it? You know, like yeah, can, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. And it's even like they feed it too, because like the Slytherin common room is like this dingy, is, yeah. horrible. And do you know what? Bluey green dungeon. Do you know what? When I when I was listening to that bit. My eyes were rolling. I'm yeah. like, oh, of course it is. Of yeah. course it's all like, you yeah. know, I was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting Stephen Fry to describe uh, Draco's dad as like top hat, cloak, twirly moustache. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wasn't far <laughs> like, You know, like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah, and exactly like the, the Gryffindor common room is like fires and leather and it's mm. comfy and it's friendly mm. whereas the the Slytherin common yeah, room is like it's like a, evil it's ass. like in a dungeon and it's green light and there are chains everywhere and brick walls <laughs> and, and these like iron chairs and it's like can 
can you imagine doing like a hard day of potions and yeah. Quidditch and then having to go back? That's your lounge room. You're like, yeah, yeah. kick back in that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it, poor kids. No wonder they turn bad. No wonder they're like, Their environment is just so conducive <laughs> to them turning bad. And so, how is this? This is my this is my bigger issue, I mm. think. And I'm curious to know if this will continue. But like, how is the school on board with treating the kids <laughs> like this? Like, oh, they're oh, slithering in. Off you go into the dungeon. Bread and water for you, lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's doing my head in a bit. Yeah. So let's. I mean, you, you mentioned the the air of Slytherin. Mm. So let's get onto the chamber. So this uh, this book does a lot better in terms of getting to the chamber earlier. Yeah. So yeah. we can talk about the chamber for a while. Ask questions about the chamber. What's this chamber? Yeah. Get into the history, which I thought they did pretty well. So they talked about um, how. When Slytherin went bad, he had this secret chamber, um, mm-hmm. which he had this beast or whatever inside. Yep. Um, and the idea of it was to rid the school of, of non-pure blood yeah. wizard students. Yeah. So like, the half-bloods or the muggle-born. So this is like an allegory for the Holocaust? Is that like, I would imagine I so, know. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the closest you're going to get. I mean, it's, it well, essentially it's like, yeah, everyone else is inferior yeah. if they're not pure red wizards or slash witches so so i can like i i can see the point of that mm. and i and i actually quite enjoyed how that kind of played out and it kind of turned into a bit of a kind of like a scooby-doo slash mystery <laughs> finding clues it was to, like yeah. it's trying to trying to figure out where the dots are connected i i did enjoy that i thought that was good um yeah, it was it was a lot more of like a, a murder mystery. Yeah, um, and like the fact that they immediately assume um, Malfoy is this heir. Yeah. And so they they most of the, most of the book is their plot to try and get him to spill the beans to him. Basically. Yeah, which is kind of it kind of works because they are like year eights, mm. like you know they're they're very in their world and and it's hard to see sort of around that. Yeah. And and. <laughs> And I can't believe Draco doesn't have a bloody top hat and twirly moustache. <laughs> like, he's so posher. Like, ugh, you. And, you know, and he gets the seeker and, oh, it's yeah. just like... Yeah. It was it was the kind of... I think I wasn't so on board with that because it was the same misdirection that happened in the first book. You know how they spent the whole film going... Oh, I don't want to talk about the first one too much, but... Mm. They spent the whole first one going, oh, it's Snape because he's clearly the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. It's this other guy. Yeah. Which is exactly what they did here, just with Draco and, and what's his name, Tom? Riddle. Riddle. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I like the Tom Riddle thing. Like, that was that was cool that it was, that it was Voldemort before it was Voldemort. And I actually thought, going through this book, that we weren't going to see Voldemort in this one, which I would have been cool to just, like, just let it kind leave of, it for a yeah. sec, yeah, and to like almost uh, get it out of people's minds for them to move on a bit. And that's that's what I'm a bit afraid of. Is that every like whether or not every book now or from now on is just going to be Voldemort coming back in a different form. Exactly. So so now I'm that that twist has sort of kicked for the rest of it. Going oh well, whoever it is, it'll still be Voldemort. Yeah. Like until we. You know, like, obviously we have to battle him and we have to win at the end, mm. but it would have been nice to, if, if, if they'd left this one 
as someone else, it would have kept me guessing a bit more further on. Maybe, like, he could have been an associate, you know, maybe he was under Voldemort's power or, or influence or just his mate or maybe his mentor mm. even. You know, mm. like, something related to Voldemort, sure, but not actually Voldemort. Now, and they kind of did that with the whole, it was Voldemort before he became Voldemort. Mm. But I said Voldemort a lot. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of Voldemort going Voldemort. around. For a guy that we're not supposed to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, what about the, the parcel tongue stuff? So in terms of, like, Harry finding out he can speak to snakes. I actually, I was wondering about this. I'm like, why? Yeah, why it was pretty convenient. Um, I'm, I think I like it because, like, they set it up at the, fairly close to the start for memory, and then they didn't really talk about it, but he was hearing these voices, and I, I, maybe I'm just stupid and I didn't click that that's what was happening, that he was no. hearing a snake. No, um, well, I didn't get that either, no. which was good, because, mm. you know, so I assumed it was Voldemort, because yeah. he does that kind of stuff, mm. right? Um... And then you're like, oh no, it's actually, a, when they find out it's a snake, then there's that sort of realisation of, oh no, the snake is actually talking, but it's, because it's in this other language, mm. Harry's the only one that can hear, hear it. it. Now, but other people can speak it, right? Like other Slytherin people? Well, or is it... so Voldemort could, yeah. obviously, because he's releasing a snake. And they, they say that when Voldemort originally attacked Harry as a child. He, he got a those, bit of his powers. He got a bit of those he powers. Got, he went a bit rogue. Yes. And Anna Paquin got the powers. Yeah. So, so that's why... See, this is this comes back to why um, he was put in Gryffindor again. Because it's kind of like, well, is he... Like, maybe the Sorting House like, he's got... Oh, like like this guy's got a bit of Voldemort in him. Maybe yeah. this is the answer to. Maybe the, the Sorting Hat knows what's going on. So you reckon the Sorting Hat's got everything pegged? I reckon already. the Sorting. There's something to do with the Sorting Hat. That, oh, you reckon the Sorting Hat's going to come back? I later. reckon there's going to be more of the Sorting Hat, and the Sorting Hat's pivotal in terms of knowing. Where, like, because the Sorting Hat's putting people in places. It's kind of like balancing out the force, you know. Yeah. Do you think the Sorting Hat just? Distributes evenly between Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. <laughs> just like, how many? How many we got in Ravenclaw? Yeah. Twelve. What about Hufflepuff? Oh, you better go over oh, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good guy, bad guy, or other, <laughs> and then he just balances out the other ones. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw come to the party. No, oh, I, I, I really be nice. do because I want. I want there to be some decent justification for this house system. I'm, I'm holding on to it because I know that you're struggling with it, I know, I'm and I want it to be. I want it to be important for yeah. whatever's going to happen, but I don't. I felt. I felt. Uh, J.K. Rowling was a bit over it at the end of this as well yeah. because even though they still got house points for saving the world again, <laughs> they got like ridiculous. They were like two hundred house points. Yeah. She was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, okay. <laughs> just take it, just have all the points. Yeah. Um, and it was handy, again, I said my my level of interest in the house points particularly dropped this this film and book because they didn't make such a scene of winning the cup at the end of the year. They were like, oh, 200 points, and they win at the end of the year. And 
you know, they just kind of moved on from that. Yeah. Which, yeah. again, just, it's like, well, what's the point of this then? Why are we, why are we doing points? Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be something else that points is to, but yeah. anyway. I do, just, just one last thing for you, I do like how they're scattering a bit more world building as we go along, though. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, things like the, uh, I forgot what they're called, the plants, the screaming plants. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Writing your abuse. <laughs> <laughs> and how when people get petrified... That's the cure. Like they they use those babies. Yeah, like that was a good, so so the the class that they initially had of repotting them mm. mandrakes. Man, thank you. Well done. Yes, I was thinking of uh, Mandrake, the wizard from Defenders of the Earth. Defenders of the Earth. <sighs> Maybe I'm not old enough. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so that you know, there was that world building in that class of oh, this this happens, but then they tied that into. These are actually the cure for the petrification. Yes. If that's a word. Mm. Mm. Nice. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, if, if we're moving the San Dimas scale in our rating Well, system, we're coming up here. We're coming up. I'd push it into the the later 50s. I was still like... Uh, I reckon I'd give it a low 60s, this one. Yeah? Yeah. I, it was, I think it was, it was quite a lot better than the first one. Okay. Well, I'll um, say high 50s. Okay. Um, yeah, I... There's a lot that needs stubs. I need more. Like I'm not hooked. Like a lot of like a lot of people say you'll get hooked. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not going close yet. to that yet. Yeah. So. I feel like we've committed. Yeah. Now that we're recording these. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our hook, if you like. All but right. yeah, maybe we'll become. Oh, look, I'm really interested to see where this is going. Yeah. Sure. Like, you know, I can't keep this level of. Well, the next like, one it's is got to grow. Yeah. The next one is apparently when it starts to take off. So okay. I think the next episode might be interesting. No pressure, Harry Potter. Mm, Potter? Mr. Potter. Dobby, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> yeah. uh. All right. See you, folks. See you.